When I was married to Suzanne, she told me that uh, there was this guy that had reached out to her because he really liked her film and he wanted to come over and meet her. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and this guy comes over with his girlfriend and he was a writer and he wrote under a pseudonym, which was Camden Joy. It was a really nice guy. And he said he was going to have a, a, a reading or an event he was doing at a bookstore and he invited us to come along. And we went. And it was incredible. This guy was a complete genius. And I think it was called The Greatest Singer Ever Told. And it was about Al Green, the soul singer. And it was from the point of view of a crazy person talking about Al Green being black, but also becoming white and then becoming black again. And it like talked about race in this really interesting way. And it was just like completely a mind-blowing performance reading event. And then, you know, I went up to him and I was like, that was incredible. And we started talking. He told me he was doing these performances where he would go to, to a movie theater that was playing this latest Oliver Stone film, which I think was Heaven and Earth. And he would stand up before the screening in front of the audience and say, I just want everyone to know that I actually wrote the script for this film and I did not get any credit for it. Oliver Stone stole the script from me. He took sole credit when I wrote 90% of the script and he just made a few changes to it. I want everyone to know that he's a crook and a thief and I wrote this script. Thank you. And he would sit down. And he would do this like several times at several screenings at several theaters they were playing it. And you know, this wasn't true. Oliver Stone did write that script. But I don't know why this was so funny to me, but I thought this was so funny. And that he would pick Oliver Stone and they would pick that film. Um, I can't even explain why that was so brilliant to me, but it was. And I started reading all of his stuff and it was so good. He was like this great, great mind and writer. And he always wrote about music in this really interesting way where he pretend he was crazy and he'd write a whole book from the point of view of a crazy person about music, but it would allow him to say things that you couldn't say otherwise that were just really deep and true on this whole other dimensional level. And, you know, I befriended him and he got like an MTV deal to do like a TV show. Then that fell through and they like, you know, kept boulderizing what he was writing and he got really discouraged. And then he got hired to write some books about sports because there's like a market for sports and he did that. But like those weren't as interesting. And, you know, he had like a, you know, a day job. I think he worked like at a law office or something. And, you know, he got married and he had a kid and he basically just stopped writing and he just got, you know, discouraged. And then a few years ago, I reached out to him. I was like, uh, hey, how's it going? And he was like, oh, I'm doing good. And he was like working, serving food in the cafeteria at the high school where his kids go to school. And I was just like, this guy's such a great writer. Why is he not writing? And he said he had written a memoir, but he couldn't get it published. And he sent it to me. And it was so good. And it was so honest, like way more honest than me. And I tried to help him get it published. And everyone was just like, no, no one's going to publish this. And I gave up. But there's like a great, great writer serving food <laughs> at a cafeteria at a high school in New Hampshire. <laughs> 